This episode is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit cryptidcrate.com and enter our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout for 20% off on your first monthly box. So you might be asking, what is Cryptid Crate? Well, good listener, Cryptid Crate is a monthly subscription box filled with various cryptozoology and paranormal-themed items to wear, display, and collect. You can expect a carefully curated box filled with the creeptastic pieces from indie makers and artisans pertaining to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, UFOs, ghosts, and other cryptid and mysterious creatures. So again, be sure to visit cryptidcrate.com and enter our promo code at checkout. That promo code is GRAMPUS, G-R-A-M-P-U-S, to get 20% off your first monthly box. Christopher, good sir. Cue the creepy music. Welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Stores, and with me as always is... Hi, Mark. I'm Chris. Hey, Chris. I'm Mark. Hey, guys. This is Rob Morphy. Hey, Morphe. Rob. Hey, I'm Rob. Mark. I'm Chris. That's Mark. Hey. Good Rob. to see you guys. Good to be here. Good to be back. <laughs> back in Chris's sweet kitchen. Yeah. With the mics. With the recorder. Doing a Are you podcast. Are so literally going to list everything that's around <laughs> with, us right now? With drinks that my kid gave us, because he wants us to yeah. be hydrated. So, oh some low-calorie... So uh, uh, low-calorie Gatorade, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Okay, so uh, top of the show, as always, find us on the social medias. I have a blast talking to our listeners in the socials. They are a fun bunch of people. I enjoy it. Great conversations. Tons of awesome information, too, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So hit us up. It's uh, Twitter, Instagram. uh, Facebook. Just look up The Kryptonaut Podcast. We're there. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Absolutely. We'll talk. We'll hang out. Uh, be sure to rate and review the show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and we have a review. Love those. A five-star review. The Sweet. title is uh, Nick A., written by Arachnid Master. Ooh. Oh, I we like have, it. We have a master of spiders? I do. The, dude, mas, dude, master of puppets or master of spiders? What are you going to oh, do? Oh, I... Master! I, master! In all fairness, it's cooler to master spiders. Great album, mastering spider, mastering puppets is it's just a horrible thing because a you have to what? keep puppets around. Yeah, true. But if you're the master of them, then you have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but things go wrong. What if you have a bad dream and then they start doing their own thing? I don't for think a it works we all that saw way. Star Wars. Do we know the master and apprentice relationship does not work? No, I'm out. thinking about I'm thinking an actual like puppet master. Oh, 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 old school puppet like master. Like you make these okay. things, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're just doing their own shit after a while. So mm. <laughs> Arachnid Master has this to say. He says, this is one of my favorite podcasts, even though it is super new. I emailed the guys a show suggestion and was pleasantly surprised to hear back super quickly. I appreciate all the hard work uh, that is put into creating such a such thorough content uh, while still keeping things funny and maintaining a genuine connection with the listeners. P.S. It was definitely a blimp. Ha! See? <laughs> See? I was with you until that moment, yes. Spider Master. Yes. And actually, too, um, with what Nick uh, emailed for a show suggestion, uh, we do have some things coming up for that. 
So Excellent. The way that we plan our pods out generally is we, we try to get a list of stuff together. So right now we have like three working lists, I believe. Yes, we that do. We try to rotate back and forth so that we're not too crypto, we're not too alien, we're not too paranormal heavy. We, tr- we, we try to balance it. By our own inclination, a little crypto heavy. We get a little crypto well, heavy. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, yeah. You know, yeah. But it's what, called what crypto not. So. Yeah. What he sent us will definitely fit in with, with what we got going on. Um, so, yeah, thank you for the email. Thank you for the review. Very much appreciated. This week, we're taking a trip. Where are we going? To Alabama. God we're talking about the Faultville Metal Man. Oh, Alabama. The, they're, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm confused. You're like, I'm like what did you say? Is Chris saying? <laughs> okay. So, here we go. While reports of alien encounters seem to be a dime a dozen, there are very few photos of what eyewitnesses purported to be the actual extraterrestrial Mm. being that they made contact with. The case of the Falkville Metal Man is one of those rare exceptions, and to make things even more intriguing, the pictures were taken by none other than the police chief who'd been sent out to investigate a UFO landing and got much more than he bargained for. Robert Cray, take it away. On the evening of October 17, 1973, at approximately 10 p.m., the 26-year-old chief of police of Falkville, Alabama, Jeff Greenhaw, was watching television with his wife when he received an emergency phone call. Little could he have imagined at the time that his life was about to be changed for how long? Anyone want to guess? Forever. Forever. Yeah. Not, it's not always a matter of minutes. Like yeah. Uncle Jesse forever? Yeah. It's just forever. Like, it was going in one trajectory. This was his life. Right. This call happens. Eternity. He does certain things. <laughs> Eternity. It's, it's forever left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's right. forever yeah. going left. It's never like, my life was changed for 6,000 years until I got my shit together. Yeah. No. No, it's, it's never, it's never seven changed. and a half weeks. I've yeah. had my life changed for like two days, and then yeah. life goes back to normal. But guess what? I'm yeah. not going to write about that. Those are kind of cool. Yeah, well, that's if you like see a dirty, shitty thing. movie, and you're, it bothers oh, you for a day yeah. or two. Oh, like, then you get yeah. over it. Yeah, we've lost in that movie. No, it's either that or forever. <laughs> it's pretty much it. Beyond the grave. <laughs> All right. Into the the next call dimension. was from a nearly hysterical <laughs> and to this day anonymous woman who claimed that a flying saucer had landed just outside of town in a field that was owned by Bobby Summerford. Nice. That's not going to be important later on. It's just a fact. Okay. Bobby owns the field. Yep. Although he was exhausted and off-duty, Greenhaw, abiding by his sworn oath to protect and serve, pulled himself up, snagged his keys, cuffs, revolver, and almost as an afterthought, his Polaroid camera on the off chance that there might be something worth taking a shot of. Mm. He then hopped into his pickup, radioed the call into dispatch, and took off toward the location of the alleged UFO landing. When Greenhaw arrived at the scene, he got out of his truck and patrolled the area, but claimed that he found nothing out of the ordinary. The chief then returned to his vehicle and decided to take one last drive around the field before calling it a night and returning home. Mm. Greenhaw cruised the perimeter of Summerford's property, scanning for anything unusual, but saw nothing of note in the darkness. Then he turned down a narrow gravel path for one final pass. That was when he came face to face with the unknown. After traveling about 100 yards down the trail, Greenhaw spied an entity that he described as a humanoid figure standing next to the road about 75 feet away. The chief got out of his truck and carefully approached the silvery figure that was now brilliantly illuminated by his truck's high beams. Anxiously, Greenhaw shouted to his odd companion, but it did not respond. The being then made a jerky, almost mechanical movement, which the officer surmised may have been due to an injury. So it's 
got this weird spasm, okay. which no one needs to see. When you see a highly reflective oh, humanoid no, figure in the distance, sucks. the yeah, last thing you need is a, is, is a little herky jerky spasm. Is it one of those spasm. weird like ring fast motion things? That's how I imagine yeah. it. I don't uh, know. Well, yeah. back then anything faster than normal human is probably fast. Yeah, but true. People were you know physically slower back then. They didn't run as fast as they do now. Yeah, and they were about three and a half feet shorter. Yeah, and gravity. They all floated gravity seven a, inches above gravity the ground. on Earth changed. Let's just make up facts now. <laughs> Well, that's the America we live in. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. All right. Afraid that this individual may be in need of assistance, Greenhawk continued his approach. Are we quite done messing with the facts? You made me laugh. Good job. I, right. I, I, come on now. You're funny. But when he got to within 15 feet of the being, the chief realized that something was not right. <clears throat> What Greenhaw had first assumed was an adult wearing some kind of protective suit made from thick aluminum foil was, in actuality, a necklace child-sized being with what he thought might be metallic flesh or perhaps a movable outer casing. Hmm. I guess that means something like a robot with flexible a flexible shell. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what yeah, that I, means. Yeah, that I I know but, what those words specifically mean, mean but yeah. not yeah, in it's a sense. to <laughs> ascertain exactly. He also noted that the thing had an antenna sticking out from the top of its head. Greenhaw began to wonder if the thing he was looking at was even alive in a conventional sense, or if perhaps he was gazing at some sort of mechanized man. He later described what he saw. This is a quote directly. It looked like his head and neck were kind of made together. He was real bright, something like rubbing mer- mercury on nickel. Something I've never... That's a weird... Does he mean? I, is I'm it, not familiar with that. Maybe you mean like, like the fluid mercury? The, like yeah, like if you had like yeah, right, from uh, on like a nickel a the coin or on nickel, nickel the, the metal. metal. Yeah, which well, well, if mercury in a liquid state hits Who anything, the fuck uses mercury to rub on anything? Dude, ever. this was this was back in the day, dude. People, you said you people die. floated. That's how you die when you float. <laughs> that's well, why. That's people all don't they had so for their like thermometers and stuff. Right? Yeah, so uh, mercury. that's why you don't. So you crack don't, a therm, you crack a thermometer to fucking use it to clean your fucking your pile of nickel. I kind of have a recollection of my dad telling me or maybe my grandfather telling me that they used to play with mercury all the time oh. and he's still alive he's like in yeah. his 80s i have to feel like Smokes if you're a kid maybe back then and you knew something you shouldn't do was in a thing that you clearly had access to then you did it most yeah. people fuck like yeah. we with had that. asbestos well sure we, <laughs> we still have asbestos our, our local high school was closed for a yeah, year back in the day playing in asbestos smoking asbestos oh yeah of course yeah, totally. our popsicles were made of asbestos <laughs> bong hits with yeah, asbestos sure. yeah. we did bowls yes, of asbestos we had bowls of asbestos <laughs> exactly at bowl point all right yeah. all right so regardless of what he was doing with mercury and nickel he went on to say uh its skin was as smooth as glass but different angles coming from of light from his headlamps. Different angles gave different lighting. It didn't take long for the shocked officer to realize that he was dealing with something entirely beyond his experience, and pushing panic aside, he had the presence of mind to lift his instant camera and shoot four photographs of the entity in question. The first Polaroid shows nothing but darkness and a flash of silver, but the next three images hit the proverbial jackpot. In the photos, one can clearly see what is either a robot, a silver-skinned humanoid, or a figure wearing a wrinkly metallic suit, which reflected the flash from the Polaroid, Polaroids excuse me, bulb. Startled by the flash bulb's intensity, or perhaps believing that it was being attacked by a human with some kind of light beam weapon, the metal man <laughs> promptly turned and began sprinting across the field at speeds, according to Greenhaw, far in excess of those capable by human beings. Greenhaw noted that the being seemed to be heading in the general direction of Lacan, which is 
or Lacone. I, I might be mispronouncing. I apologize if I am. The general direction of Lacan, which is about three miles away from Falkville. The chief reacted swiftly to the metal man's <clears throat> attempt to escape, darting back to his truck and taking off across the field in hot pursuit, hoping to recapture or at least re-engage with this potential UFO pilot. Greenhall would later testify that due to the rough terrain of the field, he could only manage to accelerate his truck to about 35 miles per hour, but he was still completely outrun by this unusual entity, which, much like West Virginia's blood-sucking vegetable man, oh, we which know that we guy. all know and love, yeah, that's our buddy. Mm. seemed to be able to defy conventional laws of gravity with its incredible speed and spectacular leaps. Again, a quote from Greenhaw. He ran in a bizarre way, seemed to have springs in his feet for propulsion, hmm. could cover about three meters in every way. He was running faster than any human I ever saw. How is a meter? About three that's, feet. That's about a yard. A little less. Yeah, okay. a yard and a meter Ish. are virtually yeah. interchangeable. Okay. Go metric, dude. Go metric. I've been trying for years, but the country doesn't want to go with me. I know. We really all should. We should. I would, it would take me a minute Five to figure it out. Five sixteenths of an inch. So here's the weird thing. Raj. It's a metallic suit or a robot yeah. or something. We're going to get into all that in a minute. But what, especially wearing a bulky outfit, can make, you know, jumps, you know, of that. If it's some sort of like exosuit, possibly. True. You know? Pra- yeah, true. Yeah. And he did say it was child size. Yes. Which yeah. means, I don't know what that means exactly. Three to four feet? Yeah, I, guess, I, I think four or four and a half feet might yeah, be Yeah, the size of like a fifth grader, maybe. And three meters, so little tiny, three meters, you know? you're talking like Maybe, a little yeah. under nine feet. So it's jumping approximately nine feet in any direction and running faster than 35 miles per hour in a rough hewn field. And it's about three and a half to four feet tall. Okay. And evidently made yeah. Springs in its feet? Well, that was his suggestion. Kind right. of reminds you of spring heel Jack and some other things, but... Or if, it, if, if it is a propulsion, how it's you know it's boosting and landing and boosting and landing. Or and let's be we honest, we call that the Boba Fett. You, you can call it the Boba yeah. Fett, but uh. you can also call it the moon landing because if this thing <gasps> isn't from Earth and its gravity, the, at least the gravity it's accustomed to, is much uh, stronger yeah, than heavier. what we're accustomed yeah. to, then this thing could hop like this sure. the way we could on a, on um, a planet that has less gravity. The alleged moon. <laughs> There's nothing alleged Son about the fucking bitch. moon, dude. Listen. The moon, whether or not you want to believe in the moon landing, and we will definitely go there at some point, you cannot deny the existence of the fuck-sucking we moon. We all have ideas about what the moon really is. That's fair. Okay. I have some unconventional There's theories regarding the moon. There's not even anything really saying it's there besides we see it. At the very least, it's no. a screen being projected on from somewhere in Minnesota. What? All right. No, no. I'm not oh, going Oh, it's there. a super screen. I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I can't do this right. Been now. there since the dawn of man, but okay. whatever. <laughs> There's no proof. Oh, the, er, the earliest, yeah. the earliest projectionist ever. Jesus. Actually, yeah. I'm sorry. Pre-dawn of man. Oh. Fuck's sake. <sighs> Dinosaurs saw that bitch. They, or or <laughs> did, did they? I don't right. know. I can't wait to find the footage. What? Does, one dinosaur that's smart and is like. Hello, future. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Hello, future. <laughs> I am transmitting from my Galaxy X S6. We're going to find sweet tech from dinosaurs someday, I feel like. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Dude, they were around so much longer. So much longer. How did they not? One of them evolved. Like One of them woke up and were like, oh, what? what, Why? Oh, no. Hello. They all couldn't have had fucking walnut brains. 
One of them. All right, no. Oh, I, I know. I know. I want to go. I know. I know. Me too. I want to go there. I felt a movie coming, and I had a promise. I know where this is going. This is like Jurassic Park 5. I know. All right. So let's get back to Falkville. Oh, drone stab. He was running faster than any human I ever saw. Leaping, as we mentioned, okay. up to nine yeah, feet. Possible gravity differences. During this desperate off-road pursuit, Greenhaw claims he lost control of his truck and slid into a ditch. At which point he watched as the being slipped into the darkness, never to be seen again. Leaving Greenhaw with only his lingering memories and a series of extremely controversial Polaroid photos. Yeah. All right. So this gets... That's part one. This is the, this is the thing. Yeah. It, this this mm. becomes very controversial and, and goes into a really uh, dark place and, uh, for, for at least Greenhaw. Um, but that's the encapsulation the, of the of event what itself. Yeah. One man, one entity, one back road in a field. One love. Right. Now, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> one one Polaroid. Four fucking Who photos. Wants to live forever? Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> So this dude is the chief of police. Yeah, he, at, at 26. 26 years old. Admirable. Well, back then, I think just, people lived. They didn't live as long back then. Oh God damn it! Let's so, not get into this. it. Was saying. the 70s? It was a lifespan. Was exactly. just a smidge you guys shorter. are survivors. Exactly. I was born in 72. I'm you, not yes, fucking a survivor. 26 years old for a police chief is pretty impressive. But that 26 oh, yeah, year no, old that kid. Is, yeah. impressive. Has, well, I don't know exactly. I mean, it could be one of the small towns where. Still, like, not a at big, 26 yeah, years old, I have you no have idea. to have You could have been your, a legacy, like a fraternity guy. Like, mm. You have to have your collective shit together enough to You to absolutely have to believe well, that. The town council, which eventually will Maybe. foreshadow to that, says that he's like, yeah, he's you're, ready for the you're, job. you're the sheriff yeah. at 26 years Perhaps. old. And, Perhaps. And I will, I'll jump ahead a little. This is a lab of that. When well, I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> at 26, he must have had enough experience or training or whatever for the council to be like, yeah, no, you're going to be the sheriff. When investigators descended on the town not long after this event, um, people that were interviewed were generally saying he was held in very high esteem, he was well-respected, yeah, which not... also seems to confirm uh, why he was elevated to such a position at such an early age. Sure. But, you know, but but he wasn't he wasn't known as a crackpot. He so wasn't unliked. what he's going to be facing... It's the, pretty he, harsh. This doesn't seem like the character of somebody that would put this their entire, on their the line... And reputation on the line uh, in the town where they grew up. Yeah. Where, yeah. They, where they, at such a young age, have, have reached such an elevated status, the kind of thing that people work their whole lives to achieve. Right. He got there at the, at, at the very early age, as we said. And, and what they're going to suggest, to foreshadow a little, is that he, was, he just pissed it all away for no good reason. But we're going to get to that okay. when we get to it. All right. We're going to do the aftermath now. Okay. Ooh. Unlike other witnesses of the era who were celebrated by the media, Greenhaw's experience was instantly met with skepticism, derision, and at times outright ridicule. Within months of revealing his bizarre encounter, the chief of police was terminated by the town council. His marriage fell apart due in no small part to the ceaseless ridicule heaped upon him by or heaped upon the now former chief by the citizens of Falkville. And just when it seemed as if matters couldn't get any worse, his family home was burned to the ground. So when I read that, I was That's curious. That's like Job. That's yeah. some hard <laughs> shit. That is some, enjoy your boils and no meat. Yeah, exactly. So when it says his home was burned to the ground, was it like someone arsoned his home? Per- I don't know. Performed an act of 
arson? I or... assume that if it was arson and it was known to be arson, right. that would have been reported. Or it was just happening to be it a, could have been a, a, a faulty a electrical wire. Luck, yeah. It could have been a, like a serious bad luck. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Because right. he, he just got shit heaped on him. I mean, it's a ruthless turn of events. When I say his life changed forever, it wasn't just now I look to the sky and think maybe there's something there. And he right. grew to a ripe old age with a you know star in his chest in the respect of his peers. Yeah, oh, no. no. This no, completely no, no. shattered this dude. Yeah, that it sucks. You know? So his home burns down, he loses everything. The above factors, along with the usual flood of UFO conspiracy theories, have thrown kerosene on the already brightly burning flames of controversy surrounding this event, and, more to the point, give a clear indication as to why most alien contactees and eyewitnesses remain silent regarding their unusual experiences. We've talked about that before. I really do think the vast majority of people that have encounters, we will never know. Never know about it. Some ufologists believe that the Metal Man was a robotic emissary from an alien society, while skeptics maintain that the entire episode was a hoax perpetrated by Greenhaw and a nameless accomplice clad in a tinfoil costume, or perhaps more ambitiously, an asbestos fire suit. And when you Which, do, in all fairness... It, well, that's what it looks like. It when, looks... Yeah, when you look at these photos, it looks like a dude in an old-school asbestos fire suit. Which does not mean that's what it is. Right. No, it looks like it. But it does. It does. But I have referenced a lot of uh, asbestos suits from that era. I cannot claim to be an expert in it. I haven't found any that look precisely like it, but it's a possibility. It is also a possibility that it is a very ambitious costumer with a pile of tinfoil. But again... That and I, and we're going to discuss this more in a minute. You have to wonder why would you sacrifice all of this integrity? It, it doesn't make sense, especially when you when you're born in a small town, you're living in the house where you were raised, which is what basically I infer from the fact that it was his family home. I don't think it was just the house he bought. I think it was one he was raised in. That's speculation on my part. You don't. This is your world, you know. And, and I'm not saying '73 was that much different than now. But yeah, we're well, a much more global, Jesus, it is, and, kind of. and international, and, and supranational society now. You know, well, I, I've lived in Ohio and LA and Florida. You know, but I you know, call upstate New York my home. And this is where I was born. But a lot of people never, ever lived beyond the no, borders yeah, of their no. hometown. No, and to basically piss where you sleep does not make a lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah, not to me. in a small, no. probably very conservative. Well, it's it's in Alabama, southern, town, so yeah, like you'd assume, yeah. Yeah, this is not That's the town saying. that you would necessarily want to pull this in. Yeah. Like yeah, not not speaking ill, but no, I no, mean not, that's just no, not at all. Culturally, just, that's the deal. It's I not mean, yeah, it's historically not that's the it. deal. Yeah. So, here's where things get a little more complex or convoluted depending on you want to look at it. The images that Greenhaw snapped were collected and sent for analysis by Walt Andrus a director of MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, which is still in, you know, functioning I, to this I, day. I, I know. We've made reports Absolutely. to them. Uh, while photographic experts could find no evidence that the images were tampered with, some of the experts at MUFON concluded that the metal man was likely, not a fact, but likely, a fabrication inspired by the furor surrounding the recent Pascagoula abduction case. Now, we are... I know I say this a lot, but we are eventually mm, going to do this. It's a really fascinating yeah. alien abduction, but I'm just going to give you a quick encapsulation so people understand what that means. The Pascagoula abduction occurred just days before the Falkville encounter on October 11th, 1973, on a quiet riverside in Mississippi. I've actually been there to the, the place oh, really? uh, uh, when, when we did a, an investigation in the Honey Island 
Swap oh, monster. Oh, no shit. You sat there, too? Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. The incident involved two <clears throat> dock workers and a trio of necklace, wrinkled, antenna-bearing robotic entities necklace. that are not entirely unlike... Greenhaw's observation of the metal man. Okay, so okay. that creates a reasonable doubt. There are differences. There was okay. pointy, uh, like a penage, like a nose, basically looked like Pinocchio nose coming out where its nose would be and its ears would be. Right. And But it uh, also had, what? you know, it had the crab-like claws. It had a lot of things that are Is it like a weird similar. spiky ring around its head It or kind of looked like yeah. it, it was metallic but had elephant skin. Right. Oh, I've, you've seen yeah. my illustrations yeah, I've, I've, of it. You've probably yeah. read the article yeah. on our website. We'll, yeah. we'll do that at some point. But this got famous. These guys actually got so famous. I think it was uh, Hickson and Parker were their names that one of them actually ended up on The Tonight Show eventually. Oh, but sure. this was only three days after. So I, I still think it's a little shaky to suggest that three days after there's news accounts of mm, uh, an abduction yeah. in Mississippi, you know, that this officer would put his entire reputation on the line. Right. To sort of, but not specifically, emulate the well, encounter. Well, not to go into the other one, but did, did they have photos? Mm. No. They were fishing late at night. They were so sort of it's, levitated it's, into it's a UFO. just word of mouth. Just, but the story was so intriguing. It's, it just reporters got Reporters went down there. It got it, very big. Yes. Mm-hmm. Books were based on it. I have a couple of them, but yeah. that, that's interesting. We'll save that. So, no, I just so wanted the, to know. But the MUFON uh, people... Uh, could could find no evidence that there was something wrong with photographs, but just theorized. And of course, they got to watch their back too. They can't be, you know, credulous about everything. They have to be a little bit skeptical. Well, well that's right. the deal. You can't be like, oh, clearly that. Yeah, there, there right. it is. Aliens. Now, here's an interesting <laughs> thing that I stumbled across when I was researching the first time, and I'm sure other people have discovered it before me, but I never encountered it. And that is, we will we'll include. Well, this photo is in the actual article on Cryptopia. Um, b- for the Falkville Metal Man, but there's a contact sheet. Um, here, I'll, I'll, I'll just read what I wrote. Interest- interestingly, the contact sheet of the photos taken by MUFON of the original Falkville Polaroids, so they're photos of the Polaroids right. taken by the people at MUFON, seem to show additional images of a flying saucer among them, although Greenhaw never claimed to have seen, much less photographed, the object that was initially reported. You know, the, the thing that landed yeah. that called him out to the field to begin with. So that they were taking photos of the Polaroids. Yes. So what I'm looking at here... So we have, the, we have the contact sheet. sheet. So, okay, over on the side here, there's a series of pictures, and it looks like flying saucer... negative images of... Flying saucer, flying saucer... Uh, imprint, yes, imprint, some weird imprint, and then someone's baby being born. Yeah, which is weird. It is weird, really weird. Yeah, but the, the saucers like, are. But like, that is shot uh, on legitimate film, and these contact this contact sheet has these these things that were shot yeah. on a roll of film, yeah, which involve yeah. like Mark said, flying saucers, which is like for, right from under, baby. under, almost underneath it. it look, like a it's, bit, I yeah. mean, it looks like it's real. It's like or right above. Oh, it's what I mean. It's almost yeah. And the, this weird print, I don't know what that. So I, I have no idea. No what that one can is. figure out why this the this was on the contact sheet. But they are yeah, clearly I, I not Polaroids. I, no, I don't know what that is. No, they're though. not Polaroids. It looks like a just a picture. I mean, there's literally a nurse. And there's and, a baby and a baby and somebody. Dad, in a like, this shirt. is like some Prince of Darkness shit. It's weird. <laughs> you're like all of a sudden you get this one thing. And you're like, why is that there? And I'm disturbed. And yeah, it's weird. Are we just associating them like, all together because of simple proximity? Yeah, because they're all in the contact sheet. That, that's what I'm saying. You have to. But if, if you're a MUFON investigator and you're taking pictures of the Polaroids for the Falkville investigation, yeah, the Metal Man. Like, are do you really going to have a picture of your fucking kids being? Well, born maybe in there? you don't want to waste the space. 
I mean, you're making a contact sheet. Right. Maybe you're sending it to Bill. Okay. Bill wants right. a picture of your baby, you also, this oh, flying okay, saucer, so, and the Falkville metal man. So maybe I, I, the, well, the saucers, right. and this this is all from a different case, and they just don't want to waste space because they're It's being, a speculation. I, yeah, okay. part. Well, I don't think right. that birth is a different case. No, well, the, maybe not. That one is... That one maybe is, or is it? I don't like it. It's, it's freaking, it really that freaks me out more than anything else. The, 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 yeah, there's because yeah. why? There's, why is it there, man? Why is there a newborn? There's a nurse. There's like a little baby. Like you can and then, see it, and there's a plaid here's shirt. Here's something kind of weird. Is that fucking? Weird. I know for a fact that back like well, I guess it would be more like in the, when I was born in like weird. 80, 81. My mom had a shirt exactly like that. Is this your mom? No. Is this your mom birth? there for the birth <laughs> no, of Alien Mark? No, no. no. Was is your dad a, the fault? Oh, metal oh my God. Is, uh, is that your dad? In what year was this? 73. My dad was not out of high school yet. I don't know. I don't know how. Well, first off, your dad might have been super fertile in high school. We're not going to deny him that. Secondly, I don't know the gestation of a half human metal man hybrid. Yeah, if you're a hybrid. Your mom might have been impregnated in 73 and not given birth until 81. Yeah. It's entirely not, not sure possible at all. She'd be able to be weird, I think. I don't know. Right. Or maybe metal men give birth back in time. Oh, my God. What did it, I just say? <laughs> yeah, you get impregnated and you weird, get born though, when birth I saw before. That picture, one, of the, one of the first things that came to my mind is a picture of my mom holding me. And she has almost like the exact type of that, shirt that, on. Yeah. Just that, that pattern. It means nothing to our story. No. Or does it? No, it doesn't. Well, Chris right. mentioned Prince of Darkness. So I wanted to bring it all back. This is a great John Carpenter film. I know. No, yeah. it's great. It's just because it's weird. You're like, what the fuck? I don't. Man? I don't think it, it is does. Strange, and yeah. here's why: because why would Greenhaw not have reported these images? They certainly would have bolstered his case. Yeah. So okay, maybe your your take on it that they were just saving room in the contact sheet. I, I think that's I it. Think that's probably what there it is. There is yeah. a disturbing possibility. One I do not support because a these are clearly shot on film. That's and the, all yeah. he had was a Polaroid. Well, that's the deal. But right. I did consider the thought that if he had taken photographs of the UFO and not remembered them, that could be going down oh, the lines of like missing time really? and abduction. Yeah, I, I mean, like who knows it. when he came no. out? You know, and I, like I don't it. know what time he arrived at the field. I don't know what time he arrived back home. Yeah. But all of that <laughs> is rendered moot by the simple fact that he had a Polaroid camera that is a roll of film. Yeah. They are right. very likely not related. Okay. So images aside, uh, let's wrap this up and, and try to break it down. All right. While it is impossible to ascertain with 100% certainty the authenticity of this encounter, those who investigated the case contemporaneously claimed, not complained, claimed that the chief was well-respected in the community. This was evidenced, and we've just mentioned this before, not only in their testimony regarding the officer, but the fact that he ascended to the position of chief of police at such a young age. You've got to at least have some modicum of respect. While this is abundant, well, I'm sorry, what is abundantly clear is that Chief Greenhaw garnered no financial gain or positive notoriety as, as a result of his experience. And significantly, he, was, he has never tried to monetize the experience that cost him so deeply in so many areas of his life. To this day, however, Greenhaw and his supporters insist that the images in question represent a genuine non-human entity and that whatever it was that the chief of police encountered on that autumn evening back in 1973 was not of this world. While Greenhaw did manage, according to reports, to rebuild some semblance of a normal life after leaving Falkville, all reports indicate that he continues to regret his encounter with the metal man. So is he still mm. around? I don't know. It'd be interesting to like follow up or just to see if maybe so, people are still talking about this with him. The only thing, the only uh, thing that 
the, it had, there's photographs, yes. right? Four so specific I'll, I'll, right. And so this okay. is the only thing that really <clears throat> makes a difference in this. That's different because most stuff we have, there's no photographs. That's true. There's no photographs right. of the vegetable man or just word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. So we have photographs. So you're gonna see it and you'd be like. Man, when like, you look at this picture, and we'll definitely have this linked. We're going to link to the article on Cryptopia where you can see the picture. You can click on it. You can blow it up. You can look at it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so that's but, the tough part, that right? Is tough but part. unfortunately, you know, I I saw this picture before reading it, so my mind already has this in my fucking head, and I'm trying to separate this. Right. Yes. And everybody else's too. Because it's something you kind of recognize as being a thing. Either an asbestos suit or multiple rolls of tinfoil wrapped creatively around some coveralls. But that having been said, just because our mind's eye, and it's a pretty blurry no, I, I nighttime know, I know. Polaroid taken under the light of high beams. Right. Um, just because it seems easy to dismiss doesn't mean it is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times, and Chris and I were discussing this earlier... When I was very young, I was extremely skeptical of the Patterson-Gimlin footage. And the older I get and the more technology improves and the more that every little nuanced piece of that footage seems to expose not a hoax, but a piece of genuine biology or musculature or whatever, the more I'm more inclined to think, not 100%, but that maybe there's something to it. This looks so absurd going back to the Falkville Metal Man on its face. When you look at it, you're like... Is it a motorcycle helmet and some tin foil and an old TV aerial? But no. on the other hand, this man lost everything. His livelihood, his marriage, right. coincidentally his home, uh, certainly his reputation. And he stuck with it all these years just for no, what? He didn't I know write it's a fucked book. up. It doesn't he make sense. He didn't a TV show. You know, he didn't do anything. What I was thinking of, and I'm not sure if this uh, idea has been tossed out there into into this case or not, but... It, what if he took a picture of someone doing a hoax? Like maybe it's not him setting this up, but it was a bunch of kids in reference to the no, right? Gula, you, you he, did, he didn't know it was a hoax because Exa- right. exactly. I hear, it, I know. So you're saying some kids read the Pascagoula abduction reports in the newspaper, or, a person, or saw it on the news, yeah. or an individual? Because he did get a call about a UFO from a woman. I'm sure that can be co- that that can totally be checked up on and be like, yeah, I'm sure that could have been corroborated yeah. very easily. Thank you. I couldn't. Here's the, the one thing that that shits on that theory. Kids, regardless of what costume they're in, can't jump up to nine feet at a time or run faster than 35 miles per I'm hour. I'm taking that out of the equation just because of yeah. if he doesn't know what he's seeing and his mind's just racing. So you're saying the first part of the encounter, but you can't separate the first part from the second part. Well, but you he cannot. Oh, no, but he's saying that, that, that it moved at, what, at a clip of 10 feet. Right, so uh, he, approximately he, so he's, he could he's chasing jump, it. No, he was saying it could jump approximately right. nine, f- three meters in yeah. any direction. Right, but as he was chasing it, going about thirty-five miles per hour, mm-hmm. it was yeah, outpacing I'm, him. I'm just going strictly on the picture with with what a, the the evidence that we have that that we're looking at. That if this was someone hoaxing him, that's impossible. Here's why it's impossible. He could be perpetrating a hoax if someone was hoaxing him, unless this kid was attached. By invisible wires to a silent helicopter, there's no way in an open field someone can fake going that fast or jumping that far. Well, that's assuming he's not at some making that shit up. Well, that's of course. It's always the cop. Right. So it's either he is or is not. Well, to me, I would think that okay, if someone was hoaxing him, he he had a picture of it, and they jetted, 
And he's seeing this, he's just freaked the fuck out. Right. And he's in his truck, and he's trying to go through the field and spot this thing or whatever. That just shit's not making sense to him. All right. Now, granted, you're driving through a field. Your car's going to bump right. a lot. So I can Which could I, give the illusion of the person. I jumping. can totally grant that he might not have a specifically accurate assessment of how far this thing jumps or right. how fast it's going. What I can't uh, indulge is that he wasn't able to catch up to it, even yeah, with all the bumps. Miles an hour, yeah. So even if he's inaccurately okay. assessing all the right. specifics of its speed and ability to leap, I don't think it's going to manage to escape him. Right. Yeah. And I think any kid that sees a cop, I mean, if a kid's messing around in a field, I, I don't know why they would be doing that, because here's the other problem that it gets into. That means that either the person that reported the flying saucer landing is a collaborator or they well, have to hoax a UFO landing and then be waiting there <laughs> and, and, and in a specific <laughs> that like, is true. I mean, they're bored. The kids are bored. There's no internet. As There's no Twitter. Yeah. Well, no, that I was thinking about that too. Is that if that was the case, then the, the initial call to the station about the UFO landing would have to be a part of the hoax because they can't be like, Oh guys, we're going to fucking fake this thing. And we're going to have, you know, Oh, so-and-so called about the, the UFO. We're going to go out here with our tin, tin man suit and do this. That, that wouldn't happen. So obviously whoever called in, the UFO hoax would have would have had to have been in on, and it was very this. random that that Greenhaw actually turned down that gravel road, like he had already done his patrol. He saw right. nothing. He saw no UFO. Right. He saw nothing. He was about to leave, and he's like, "Ah, fuck it." I mean, it seems we like, go down this path, and that's where he happens to see right. the metal man. It just seems like if he did perpetrate this hoax, like son of a bitch, at one point, wouldn't you no, bail out? I a hundred percent don't believe he he did. Okay. It just it doesn't make sense that he would yeah. in any real it world. It doesn't seem like it would behoove him to do it. And again, at some point when yeah. you saw like, your wife's about to leave you, wouldn't you be like, honey, fucking yeah, wait a, a minute. It makes up. more sense that yeah. he stumbled yeah. upon something that he didn't understand, whether it was something real world. Right. Or something he just, just couldn't comprehend. You know, yeah. the, the, the you know, big gov got there before. <laughs> And there was more than oh, one. Oh, that's there, a, actually, and that's a, I didn't think about there's that. There's more than one of these. So he see, he sees one, and I and I don't understand why. You know, there's only this one is of from them. the light of a Polaroid, right? Well, and, he, the, and the high beams of his truck. Okay, okay. But, but that, well, that's one, what I want to make sure. There's only one alien, right? Saw. So maybe it right. books in into something off the field. If there's more than one, and and all of a sudden it's ahead of him. Oh, you're saying that in the field maybe there's more than one. There could, there could of have been these metal men, eight or ten of them. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. So as they're so moving books the in the field, it yeah. books in the field and it's way behind him. Then all of a sudden, it's ahead of him. But is holy but, shit? But is there any? He passes that one. Right. He sees the next one. Oh, it was fucking bugging. Blah. Right. So, but is there anything saying that, that there was multiple ones there? Or no. 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 There is. no. no okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying anything. Okay. All right. Cool. But it's a if possibility. There's, if, 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 yeah, possibility. If there's a group totally. of people searching in a right. specific. Thing. Oh, I saw. Okay, you're, so you're talking like the government shows up because. I'm stupid. So I the, government, no. the government shows yeah. up because there's a, a downed UFO. You got these dudes in containment suits, which this really does. I mean, yeah. I have a little bit of experience with Tyvek suits. The you know the the white right. suits that you put on. More than any of us. Yeah, yeah more than you guys. Do. Yeah. I have zero, zero experience yeah. with Tyvek suits. I, yeah. I use them on occasion when I have to, um, for purposes to unknown. Danger poop. <laughs> <laughs> so. But this does look reminiscent of, like you said, like an asbestos, an old school asbestos fire suit that, like, probably my grandfather wore when he was a fireman, uh, which he wasn't in the seventies. So, or a possible again 
Tyvek containment, something, some sort of suit that you might wear if there was a downed craft and you were a government in, in the army going to check it it's, out. It's you know, it's nothing is beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah, yeah. It would seem odd that that he wouldn't notice any military vehicles or any unmarked right. trucks. It's, it's possible true. they could have it's been true. on the other side of the field. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. right. I mean, yes, I mean, it's it's certainly within it's the just, realm. Yeah, it seems like if this is a hoax, holy shit, did you totally screw yourself with this? Oh, if he was perpetrating and again, a hoax, you got to pull. That's out what I mean. That's why, why I I don't feel like that's why would he yeah. again? Now, why would he not claim to have seen the UFO? Why would yeah. he not again again explain himself like like you guys are saying to to his wife and be like, baby, no. This went too yeah, far. Because it's not like getting a divorce in the 70s is the easiest goddamn thing in the world to do. It's never an easy goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, but I mean, especially in the 70s where it was highly frowned upon in well, Alabama. Yeah. And, well, yeah. And, and, I mean, and anywhere, almost everywhere. Alabama, yeah. But yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And plus, you lose your job, and uh, I don't know. It just seems like, man, if he thought that he had something to gain, he severely miscalculated it, which makes me think that he didn't do it. I, well, I'm leaning that way like you guys. I don't know if I'm 100% like Chris is, but I am definitely more of the mind that he would have n- nothing, and especially just three days after the Pascagoula event. Yeah, There's no well, indication of how much success, like the books haven't been published yet and all right. the other successes. And I don't even know how yeah. much money uh, Hickson and Parker actually made off that. But he never he never sold a T-shirt. He never said, here's the Polaroid I used to photograph the metal That's man. That's what I mean. There's no, there's no impetus for faking of the images. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean and, but part of that could also be maybe just had a, like my dad would say, a wild hair up his ass and, and just thought, I'm going to do this. And then it just all fell apart so quickly, mostly because the photographs are so goddamn laughable. And yeah. they are, but that to me almost makes me feel like it's more credible because it, it's like if you take those photos and your whole plan is to hoax, right. you have to look at them and go, "Oh God damn it! No one will ever fucking believe this. <laughs> this is absurd. We have to do this again yeah. or make a new costume." Right. Because yeah. if you're doing a hoax, if you're perpetrating like a the hoax, moon landing. there's no <laughs> yeah, exa- fair yeah enough, exactly. There's no time limit on how long it takes. Yeah. You do that shit until you get it right. Apollo, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Apollo Zero. Yeah, Let's make that yeah. fucking movie. Apollo Negative One. Wow. Apollo Kubrick. No, I, I really. Fair enough. The, if I look at that and take into account what you just said, because I, I didn't know there was a prior uh, incident days before. Right. That's important. And I look at that this. Mufon's judgment. What on makes the case. sense is this happened and people, the government, whatever, had to maybe investigate this. And a couple days later, maybe something happened. And so they had to get on their shit. And it would make sense it, to me. It would. It, it makes. So wait, are you mo- suggesting? And I don't mean to interrupt you, Chris. That the government might have perpetrated a hoax on no, a no, local no. lawman to no, make no. Think I'm Pascagoula saying there was mistake? another reported thing there, so they were okay. on their shit. So they were to investigate there. this yeah. quicker. So, so Chris is saying that this is military personnel in their anti UFO get up. I'm saying trying trying radiation to make a real UFO get up. Radiation yeah. free. Radiation free in '73. It's a good slogan. It was 73. And okay. that's just that's not going to wacko. That's just given the picture, given what happened before, given what happened three days after. Right. I can see I can see mm-hmm. what, what you think that, where, where that theory happened. would have plausibility. Absolutely. And I'm saying that he got hoaxed by somebody and it just ruined his that's life. That's impossible. I really think that well, theory. I mean, I, I, really, I, listen, though. I'm not. I'm not 100 yeah, percent behind Chris's theory, it's not but really it's interesting. That far off, Yours though. is absurd as much as I love you because of this. 
if if he just saw a guy and it looked like that and he took those photos and then that guy ran behind a tree or into a forested area and he couldn't track him down, then I'm like, yeah, Mark's right. Somebody fucked with him and he, he bought it yeah. because he could jump, even if it was just seven right. feet there's, in every direction. Yeah, there's a couple and things. because he could run well, faster than a truck. You don't. How do you fake that? Yeah. I'm just uh, because I'm taking that part of the equation. You can't though. That, yeah. Removing that part of the equation is. <sighs> I mean, eyewitness. It's like talking testimony. about how successful the Titanic's first voyage is because I'm removing the iceberg from the equation. That's what you're saying. Ah, you could do that. That's idiotic. You could totally. No, you could totally it, yeah, do that. Yeah, no, I would do that. We all know it was a beam from space. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> it wasn't ice. Well, look, we'll take my. We'll let yeah. the listeners weigh in on my scenario with that you, they, they can let us know what they think about that plus can you Chris's. explain the second part though no because i'm taking it completely out i'm just saying that this dude was so freaked out that as he's going after right, this thing he's mind a was fucking doing mental some jumble because yeah. at what point a 26 year old sheriff do you expect to turn down a road and someone's got this shit on and you're like that's like marty mcfly in back to the future when he's got the radiation suit on, I, I know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about and he's like holy shit well and so, just kind of loses his shit so the other weird thing is that um, Parts of it really do. He look says like he says they were foil. like young kids. Well, well he said he it's said the size it, of it a was kid. the stature of a child. Okay, so, so I don't know exactly what that means. I that, l- let's assume that, uh, that I'm thinking like four th- foot something. Yeah, like like my nephew, his size. Like, like right now, depending. I mean, how far away that is. The 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 oh, there's, there's, here. there's no frame of reference. There is no way to know how tall this thing is based on the photograph because there is nothing no, in the photograph. No, I know it, right. it's it's tough, but it's just I. I it looks but, it looks like a dude. But if he got within well, fifteen maybe, yeah. feet of this, it, it thing, doesn't look like a kid yeah. at all. Let's just all right. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down your path, here, Mark. Let's remove the thought that he's he's hoaxing or lying. Let's just assume yeah. that he is a le- Greenhaw, Chief Greenhaw, is a legitimate eyewitness. Okay. If he is, then he's a cop. He's used to observing things. I don't know how tall he is specifically. But if he gets within 15 feet of a subject, there are two things, again, assuming that he's telling the truth, that you just have to take for granted. One, that this thing is unusually small in stature or childlike because he said so. And two, at just 15 feet away... But with high beams on it, it is not covered in tinfoil because I would assume at that distance he would be able to recognize tin a foil. kid yeah. slathered in tinfoil. Right. Yeah, you'd think. I, I would know. think. No, there's no guarantee that's a it, fact. It does look yeah. like, like a motorcycle helmet in some tinfoil. It looks like coverall, a motorcycle helmet, a yeah. TV antenna or something. Right. It does. Covered in tinfoil. Yeah. But if we're going to take him at his word... Then we have to assume he got close enough. He didn't see it. He didn't snap those photos from seventy five feet away. He, he, he was within mention, fifteen feet. That's what I mean. So I just I I just think your perspective would have been a little different, even fifteen feet away, if you're something is that shorter than right. you, possibly. So that's why I'm just I'm questioning. Just there's a lot. Now he, I know there's a lot. To, it's a polaroid. It's dark uh, and there's fucking headlight. He like did mention like a jerky movement, and he also did mention uh, mercury on nickel. Yeah, that's weird. That's, yeah, a, that's, 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 a, that's a weird... Which, is that light reflecting off of this suit, or is that just the suit itself moving? Well, he also said that uh, every from every different angle, it had different reflective properties. So right. I assumed that this thing is it was herky jerking doing its you know Japanese horror film breakdancing. <laughs> that weird yeah. noise. Um, and, you know, that made him think it was a wounded human being from a distance, um, right. that it's catching light from all different angles. Yeah. Which tinfoil would do, in all fairness. It would, yeah, no, it would. It would. But, uh, but would it look like that weird comparison that he said of of mercury on nickel? I Because I have no idea what 
merc- you know, nickel polished with mercury looks like, I can't even well, begin let's to try speculate. Let's mercury poisoning. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, there you go. I can, get, actually, I can get a couple weeks off of work. I'm going to we'll ask you to close up on one of the face shots, because what occurs okay. to me right now, Here. again, taking it all as a point of, I don't know if we can see anything sticking out on the sides of the nose. What if, and this is a big, fat fucking what if, okay. what if the same things that abducted those dock workers in Mississippi three days before were the same thing that Jeff Greenhaw saw right. in that field. I mean, it was only three days after. They yeah. could have been on some sort it's of expedition. It's kind of the same area, really. I mean, the I mean, Mississippi and Alabama. The, the necklace, well, it, it, it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't matter if it was Sri Lanka and Quebec, because right. you would presume but, if you can go intergalactic. They are somewhat Quebec. close to each other. Each yeah, other but that's so. a, well, yeah, all right, maybe that's a factor, maybe that's not. But, but what if, and it's, a, like again, a huge what if, this was the same damn thing or the same species or the same automaton right that took you know parker and hickson just three days before and he just happened to get lucky enough not to be or if he has missing time maybe he did get abducted and we don't know maybe what Could he be. remembers is chasing this thing but there was a a blackout period maybe after he hit the ditch that we don't because the the actual report is so <clears throat> uh lacking in detail on that part right we have no idea yeah. if there were some ancillary Things going on, and there obviously there, yeah, was, there, the there was no closure to this besides this, this dude's life being completely ruined. ruined. And he, I mean, I would like to, I would be interested to see if he has any follow up like years later with Mufon, well, or, or know, if, there, if, if he's in like a documentary or talks about I, it or whatever. You know, I'm, you're just like with again the Patterson Gimlin thing again, and, and or the surgeon's photo. You're always going to have people saying, "Oh, I know the deal; it never happened." And other people saying, "Well, can you prove it?" And then them not talking again. We even have something like that on our website. Yes, we actually in the on our website. Section. We have an admission of someone being like, "It's my family member that faked it," and then no proof at all. And then somebody else saying, "Well, can you do if, anything if to corroborate you're gonna, it?" If you're going to make that claim, then you need to say, "Okay, this is my proof." And of as it being I faked. have said so many times, and will continue to say so many times, it is a huge pet peeve of mine. I loathe the way the masses and the media will be so skeptical of somebody who claims to see something unusual, even though it's a usually a huge risk to their own reputation to come forward. But anytime someone says, oh, this is fake, or I know, I heard from my third cousin, his ex-girlfriend's, you know, uncle, you know, fake this thing. Everyone's like, debunked, it's yeah. over. Yeah. You yeah. know, to me, each side of the story demands equal evidence and if equal scrutiny. If you're going to go on our comment section and claim that your family member, in fact, did this, then you need to provide proof. Exactly. And if you do, then okay, you're helping the cause. I will I will incorporate cool. anybody <clears throat> debunking something as quickly as I'll incorporate. I, you know, not everyone can prove what they see, but I will, I will take everyone with equal veracity, but I will not give more weight to something that uh, right. appears to, you know, to be skeptical just because it is. Yeah. But that, that aside, um, of course, there's people that come forward on either way. This guy lost so much. You would think if he lied, he would have just apologized. He would have gotten to that podium and said, I shouldn't have done it. I was trying to bring notoriety to our small town. I thought you could lie and say I was looking for tourism and to sell some T-shirts to help us all out. I shouldn't have done it. And then maybe they would have forgiven him. If you fuck up that bad, you can totally work your way out of it. Yeah, and it's not even that bad. It's just... Yeah. yeah. It's just... No. You can can pull the fucking pin on your on, your, on the, the secondary safety shoot and figure something it's out something something to, at least to the point where you can keep your i mean let's or maybe, save your marriage maybe least. his wife was a pain yeah, in the well, ass and he's like I mean, fuck, fuck it, i'm glad she's gone 
Maybe. Who knows? And then burn the house down. Good. Get the insurance money. Yeah, I no, want to be a goddamn not, sheriff anyway. Honestly, at this point, it could be like, I lost my job. I lost my wife. I'm not going to stay here. Yeah, fuck that Fuck house. this. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fuck this house. Fuck yeah, this town. Dude, if it turns Guys. out to be like he just wanted to get out of his marriage. Yeah. And, could you imagine? <laughs> so he did this whole thing. Dude, if this is the way he got out of his marriage, Man, this job is and a fucking hyper genius. Yeah, yeah. no like, doubt. I know what I'm, I'm still do. not entirely sure that he used the best method to end a, a, a yeah. job. And a, and, a, and a marriage but it's quite a way to, to end your marriage yeah. he saw an opening three days and earlier just, yeah. Just and like, yeah. see ya yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm doing this that's like that's like the ultimate long game oh my god like, I got an idea get the asbestos suit yep I'm leaving Randy, her now I got a plan <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got a job. I'm escaping my horrible, horrible No. Life. And that's the other thing. There's no shortage of motherfuckers out there that claim they were fucking wearing a Bigfoot suit and during a famous photo or whatever. Hey, not where for is nothing. The, where's the person that says, it was me? Look. I, I did it. I Technically, I pulled a Bob Aronimus. Yes, you I did. did. And that, that picture got out on the net. It's absolutely true. And when people we, when looked we at shot, it and they were like, oh, that's a big file. I'm like, no, dude, that's me. Yeah. We shot the, uh, the pre-pilot for the American Monster Show. Mark Hieronymus we Bosch. Yeah. Briefly contracted to Viacom and MTV to do a program. Um, Mark portrayed the, the Sasquatch, I the did. Swamp Monster. And we had some awesome photos. The Honey Island photos, Swamp Monster. Yeah. And we had photographs of it that we never for a second claimed were legit. But people picked up on it. And, in, and put and them out there that they were real as legitimate photographs. Yeah. And then, well, that's Rob the deal. and myself and, and our friend Mike had to go on the internet. And be like, hey, no, no, these no, are not real. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. My name is Mark, and that is a lawn Cheney suit that I'm wearing. It was. Do you remember when uh, when Gabe Torres, great filmmaker, yeah, who Gabe, actually who actually directed and, and wrote the pre pilot, great feature filmmaker. Uh, when he when he sent over the Bigfoot suit, like the one he got at the last second in yeah, L.A., no, I remember, it was I remember the it on, raddiest, yeah. most fucked up thing ever. Dude, it was but a, far enough away. It was a kid's. It That's was for what a kid. I mean. Okay, it, yeah, it was the, the suit was for a kid. Now I'm not the size of a kid. No, you're not. No. I'm a little bit bigger. Um, so when I put this thing on, bit. I remember I couldn't wear, I had to get my underwear, remember? I had to be mm-hmm. in my underwear because my clothes, if I had like my shorts on, it was, it too, wouldn't, it was too too tight. So I'm in my underwear in this mosquito infested, not even a full swamp. Oh no, but shitty like enough. a runoff of a pond. Just, just scummy. Just full of, yeah, like just Bug-ridden, nasty ass nasty mosquitoes yeah. and and then I had to get these old sneakers. In upstate New in York. In upstate New York, which is not... Passing for Louisiana. Exactly. So I had to get these nasty-ass shoes on and literally go mucking around. Remember how deep the mud you was? I do. knee deep in filth and rot. I had to pull the suit up above the mud. I remember. So my, my shins were in the mud, and, and I had to walk. And then he'd go, okay, now stop and come back slowly. Now turn slightly. And yeah. I kept... And, and act, the footage looks cool because it's shot from far away. But the moral but of the story the is, point is the point is the photos were released on the internet and people took them and and it, when we actually put them up we said that these are like reference shots for this project absolutely but people took them and turned it into something that it wasn't and more to the point people love to admit complicity they love to get their fifteen minutes of fame by saying I was this person that did this thing yeah so even if uh, Chief Greenhaw as I like to call him. Uh, would just for pride or whatever reason pulled this pulled this off with a buddy of his and just refused to come forward. Why would this other person, who has nothing close yeah. to what yeah. Greenhaw has to lose, not just come forward and say, "No, it was me. I did it. Right, ruined his life." Yep, and nobody yeah. ever has. Yeah, which again, none of these are 
proof positive that something anomalous happened. Right. It's just it, people are very quick to gravitate towards the 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 idea that that it mu- it must be a hoax just because the photographs just just don't look that impressive. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they are. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, even if it was, I don't think he had anything to do with it. No, I don't think he did Just either. It doesn't make sense. But then I would go further, with the exception of what Mark said, and I, I know it was a little harsh on you earlier, of this, that the idea that he is so panicked and bumping up and down yeah, and, yeah. and just misinterpreting these actions, I think, I really feel it would be nearly impossible to perpetrate this hoax on any adult, if that's much what, less a law. If that's what man. actually happened, then yeah. yes. Right. Then yeah, yeah that's, you can't... It, at that, you can't. But fake. even if this thing could only jump six feet and run twenty-five miles yeah. per hour, it's still fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah, it's just. I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's dark, and you well, look. What do you see? Again, if this dude is going down the road, he sees this, and he's got enough. What's funny is he got the picture, but never pulled his firearm. Which also goes to indicate he didn't feel threatened. In fact, at first yeah. he, he wanted to yeah. assist it in case. Yeah. It looked like an injured human right. being. Yeah. And then, you know, he's like, oh, what's there? He, and he even shouted, are you a foreigner? At some point, if you remember the quote. <laughs> are you a foreigner? And, and this thing didn't make a sound, apparently. It didn't respond. Right. No, I am not. Right. Nice robot voice. <laughs> you clearly are. But what would you do? Let's, yeah, let's just, take it from the perspective. Christ, if know. you're an extraterrestrial, you see this, you know, fleshy, clothed, weird thing with these brilliant lights behind it. Right. You're here for whatever reason. You're either an explorer or you're lost or any number of things. Suddenly it pulls out this object you don't recognize, might well be a weapon, and you're confronted with a blinding flash on top of the bright lights that are already on you. Yeah. Your natural reaction is to panic and leave. That's what this thing did. If this was a kid trying to perpetrate a hoax, what what would he have done? I mean, if the if the cop pulled a gun, you'd yeah, assume no. he'd be like taking off his helmet and going, no, no, yeah, no, no, right, I'm yeah. faking it. But the guy pulls out a, a camera and, and this kid or small man or woman has the <laughs> has the wherewithal to be like, oh, I'm going to be terrified by this and, and, and run away because right. it's going to seem more authentic. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. weird. No, it is weird. Uh, you know, uh, many possibilities. Many possibilities. Many possibilities. Diabetes, as we always say. <laughs> well, you know what, though? This is not, not this can't fall under diabetes. You can't photograph diabetes. You cannot photograph diabetes well, or hallucinating it, on magic mushrooms. Yeah. No, you, you can't. can't hallucinate So for it. once, those two are off the yeah, table. Yeah, they are totally. The Brimley is out. Mental illness? You can't photograph you can't mental photograph illness. Mental well, illness. maybe if you uh, take a, is it a CAT scan. Or is it like a name of a movie? You can't photograph mental illness. If it is, I wouldn't bother to see it because that's yeah, a horrible title for a movie. That's a fucking bummer of a film right there. Yeah, it's sad. That is not winning But awards. that's not, we're not, we're not at all disparaging people who suffer from mental illness. We're just saying that there's a photograph oh, yeah, of no. this thing. No, so it is not a lot of things yeah. that we ordinarily have well, to put on the table. What yeah. are the, totally. What are the chances? <laughs> oh, no. It's not what are the chances, but. <laughs> like, it's a ghost. <laughs> Like, okay, so th- this experience happens and he reports it. I, right. I don't know the time frame of, does he report it right after, the day after, the morning we, after? we just don't we know. We don't know. Yeah. And when does this film... Well, the, well it's a Polaroid. It's Polaroid. It was instant. So it's instant. Okay, but yeah. when, when does this get... Uh, well, well, published? Well, yeah, and does it appear in the local paper? When does he, when does he show these it? pictures? Does he, does he give this report and then people start shitting on him? So the next day, he's like, I, I, I need something. 
offer proof to these people because I, oh, I feel like this so happened. He made it up. So right. then we get into the conspiracy of the moon landing thing where it was oh. kind of it was real. It was kind of real, but not real. But they had to do yeah. some shit. They mm-hmm. had to yeah, because you can't get the goddamn film through That's the Van Allen belt because if an Allen belt will fucking cook it or will it? Right. It, apparently not. But yeah. You're right. Apparently not. But a- could it? Right, apparently <laughs> Pictures not. of the moon suggest could it's it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So. I dig what I dig what Chris is saying. No, I, I can see that. Um, can totally I'm not saying it didn't happen. But, I believe 100. percent it I, happened. I, yeah, it's a it's a pretty convoluted thought to think that he had a legitimate close encounter right. of whatever kind this would be. Is the mm. second or third? I don't know. Told people about it. They didn't buy it. So then he got the aforementioned Randy swaddled him in tinfoil and said. We're going to show these motherfuckers. <laughs> that to me is is a tough road to go down. And I'm not I'm getting, saying it's wrong. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. Damn, we don't know Randy. And we don't know. And we don't know his wife. If you're under that no, kind of pressure, don't. she could be a beast what or an she, angel. Was she in the costume? Was it was it a was it a couple thing man. that eventually tore well, them was apart? It like some weird the dark sexual secret thing? that tore them apart. Oh, I feel like it. Sexual thing. If you're under that much pressure to keep your job and everything, your everything oh, because yeah, no one believes about to be fired. That's what I mean. No one believes you. So you're like, I need some kind of evidence, at least something more than my testimony. Right. No, I mean maybe he was about to be fired, and this was a last ditch effort to save his job. And his marriage. Well, that's what I'm saying. And his family home. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'll buy the after photos, but but you're going to fucking cringe at this. Well, that is the after photos. It's the reason behind the after photos. God damn it. We don't know. Okay. We have no idea. That's the moral of the story. (laughs) I know. We just don't know. Normally, I'm the one with the asshole reason. I'm trying to come up with logical things here. Yeah, no. I'm trying to. And I like it. I do. I'm not trying to be Billy DeBunker. I think that we all agree that. It's the pictures is what makes me. They are horrible photos. They are embarrassing. You, you have to yeah, take into bad. account. They're really if, bad. If, if, if we didn't have photos and we, we were telling the story, which would be probably, or, you know what? it would be a pretty nondescript encounter without the photos. Yeah, in all fairness. absolutely. But there's, we would all be like, oh, yeah, maybe you saw something. And it jumped and it ran and yes, it was right. gone. But now there's, yeah. But or the maybe photos put a patina on this. I know. And it's yeah, not You can't flattering. ignore it. Maybe what we're talking about is one guy's really bad decision. Yeah, it could it be. It very well could be. This dude made a shit decision and like most... Most people that make shit decisions, they stick with it and they double down. It happens, and they don't. Yeah, they don't move. They're like, "No, fuck you. This is it. Yeah. This is the yeah. goddamn proof." And <laughs> even as his wife leaves, and the, the 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 goddamn the house is burning, and all this shit, he's like, "I it's don't give a shit. It's it real." Yeah, but again, I don't know his character. I've never met him. I'd like to talk to him. He was well respected. He was well respected. Yeah. yeah so, no, I it, something happened. I believe we that. have to agree. That this is either the most horribly gone awry hoax in history, right. pretty much, except that those that result in death, or it was a legitimate encounter with a creature that unfortunately looks so fucking ridiculous that when you that see a it, man like, lost his life yeah, because of it. When you see it, you're everything like, but you his can't actual be life. real because you look that so goddamn silly. Uh, yeah. You silly, silly no, son of a bitch. There's gray area. We went over lots of gray area. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's gray too. areas there. It, it, again, I'm sticking. I'm another one of my theories. I know it's not popular with Robert, but it could have been a, a hoax perpetrated on him at some point. Things with I really don't think it's a hoax. I, I think I, there's I don't actually think so either. somebody else was involved and he thought it was something that it wasn't. Yeah. There you go. Well, no, I mean a hoax played on him. Yeah. I, no, yeah. I don't think it's that. I think it was, like I said, there's oh, some wait. intervention of government, something. Oh, yeah, the goddamn MIBs. It's a possibility. I, just think, I think he saw something. The men in silver. Yeah, something he, something he, he that he didn't know he what it was. Saw. It's hard to tell. It is hard right. to tell. I just think that... Uh, 
boy, this guy really yeah, sucks. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. Either way, it sucks. Either way, dude, it's it sucks. faked dude, it. Yeah. And, uh, Man, even if it was a fake and, and, you, did, he and didn't, you did hoax it, I feel bad that you lost everything. Oh, he got screwed yeah, so bad. If, he, if this, If you just... Decided like I'm 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 not going to call my deputy or whatever chief has a you know some other officer and say right you go out and check it out I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one on my own I'm gonna leave whatever TV show I'm watching and my wife and and then just thought I saw this thing I took a photo I thought I had proof it was an amazing thing that happened to me and oh boy everything went down <laughs> the shit yeah, yeah if exactly. that happened if it is all legit and he got fucked completely he must be the most bitter human being yeah it sucks yeah. on earth yeah, yeah sucks. i do yeah that sucks you feel for the dude all right cool so there you have it that is our it's a blimp. uh it's a blimp yeah, <laughs> yeah clearly it's yeah. a fucking blimp this one time i agree yep <laughs> i think we're all we're all in agreement that here. is our take on the falkville metal man uh be sure to rate and review this i podcast on itunes and apple podcasts uh gonna be available on spotify stitcher radio itunes Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio radio coming soon might already be on our iHeartRadio radio when this episode comes out we'll see Wait yeah here. we will we have an, we're going to have an Alexa skill coming for all you fella Alexa users because let's just say fuck it and give all of our information to the government while we can. Sure, why not? Just listen. While per- we still have some free will, let's give it up. Your children now yeah, I'm in. I'm for the in new world order. Mm. My kids spent most of the afternoon screaming at Alexa. Yeah, enjoy it's technology kind of until Putin turns it off. <laughs> so have fun. Look, it's fine. Yeah. It's no big deal. Your next president, Putin. It's going to work. Everything's <laughs> going to be good. Uh, there you have it. Find us on social medias. Leave rate, ratings and reviews. And we'll talk to you soon. Uh, he who walks behind the rose. Oh, oh my God. God. What was this a field of? If it was poppy, it was, that explains a lot. Yeah, it, it wasn't does, dreams, yeah. clearly. No. Dreams and whispers. Poor, poor green hawk. Feel the failure. <laughs> oh, feel the Good night, despair. everybody. If you build <laughs> it, you will lose. <laughs> I know, they will not come. <laughs>